Welcome to episode 253. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and today we are going to cover guns. Most important topic, and specifically not any gun. No, we're going top shelf today with the Satako 2011. We'll explain what that is. How do you get in contact with us? Well, it's real easy, RaiderCop.com. You can hear all our audio from number one to 253 and beyond to your content and RaiderCopNation.com and the official website get more information upcoming shows the gossip what do they look like who is this guy behind the microphone right there you can pick it up as well and you know about social media we're back on the little bird Twitter I've already explained it why am I there I don't know why I'm there but so is a bunch of conservatives governments are still communicating with residents on Twitter like nothing ever happened so what are you going to do and we're everywhere else uh, Facebook and everything but Lincoln we're not on that so you could just look down in the show notes and you can see our social media get in contact with us there hook up with us there and uh, our YouTube channel as well. We feature a lot of uh, Wise Guy series episodes on YouTube. And they do very well there. I guess people like to hear it off of YouTube. I don't really know the mindset why, but it happens. And as a reminder, if you want to get gun training and you live in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, Kilo Sierra is your guy. The next episode we have, 254, Kilo Sierra is going to be with us. He's going to break down this close quarter self-defense course that is a must listen to and a must attend because it's going to make you survive that gun battle. So that's, that's the next episode after this one, 254 with Kilo Sierra. So if you're up in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area and you're looking for gun training, he's the guy you want to contact. His information is down on the bottom of the show notes. If you're in Florida, in my area, up in Tampa Bay, you can look me up on RaiderCopNation.com. Contacts, hit that, call, do whatever you want to reach out to me, and I will set you up. And if I can't do it, I'll find you a good instructor. And if you're in the Miami area, This is the new update now because we got a new kid on the block and we're extremely excited about it. And they are AAAGunSafety.com. AAA, that's three A's for those that are on the left. AAAGunSafety.com. And uh, the owner and instructor, chief instructor over there, Alpha Alpha, they named him that twice. Not to be confused with myself, Alpha Mike. He has uh, really done a great job in launching this. We have a episode coming up maybe in the month of October with him. We're going to bring him onto the platform and uh, he'll talk a little bit about himself and why he's doing what he's doing. And uh, excited about it because now we've got another instructor down south in the Broward, Miami-Dade area. And uh, 
it's exciting. This is an exciting time. People are buying guns, but they can get their hands on it. But you need good training, and you need good protection like the USCCA, and we, we've always advocated for that. But it's important because we live in troubled times. Don't don't fall asleep behind the wheel on this one. Really get on the bandwagon. So a little bit of my, my overview on this, on the gun series, we're looking to network with a lot of firearms instructors around the country so we can also not have them not only have them come onto the platform but we can um, place people in contact with them you know those people that are looking for for gun training so that's one of the ideas that we're playing around with but we're extremely happy we've got a triple a gun safety com and they're on board and uh, easy to navigate platform on the website not difficult at all uh, alpha alphas uh, bios on there once you read it you'll know that he definitely knows his business and you would be in good hands <clears throat> I wouldn't be recommending somebody you you were in not good hands because that's not the way we roll here. So, AAA, for those that are out in California in the leftist valley, that's three A's, A-A-A, gunsafety.com. And we're looking forward to get, having them uh, part of the platform here. So, and, and again, if you're looking to fix your gun, I know the guy, the man himself, the teacher, the maestro, the one and only Pistol Pete the Gunsmith down in Miami as well. He'll make your gun look like new. You won't even recognize it. You, you, you could have a top shelf gun and give Pistol Pete the Gunsmith an old beat up gun. He'll make it look just like that top shelf gun. It won't go wrong. This information is down on the bottom of the show notes. Real easy to ship the gun. It's not that complicated. And, uh, you call Pete, he'll explain it to you, give him the specifications, what you want done to your gun. And he does the magic, my friends. He does the magic. You're listening to episode 253, Staccato 2011. We'll explain what that new, which is really not that new, but that platform that's out there that people are really getting an interest in, but it comes at a high premium. But of course, you know and I know, before we get to that, we've got to contact our bipolar uncle at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and we got to review the three nitwit stories of the week. I know it's a depressing time, but my friends, I didn't rig the election, so don't blame me. It's time to call 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and speak to our delusional, crazy, lunatic uncle. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. This is a recording. Tasha called the servants of the mental with her bipolar uncle, uh, bipolar. 
Our first story takes us to Traveling Joe as he leaves 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and he heads to New York City at the horror of all his handlers and citizens alike. Uncle Joe shows up with the squad of leftists and communists like Barry O, The Dude, Bill, Killery. They're all there. And of course, Uncle Joe and The Doctor. And Uncle Joe was greeted by New Yorkers all over the city that cursed at him and booed him as he walked through the Twin Towers area. Now, according to the leftist media, he was a grand champion showing up looking like dignified politicians. They stood in sympathy with all the fallen victims. But the truth is, they took the 9-11 surviving families and they pushed them behind the barricade so the elite leftists could come out and get yelled at. Our second story takes us again with Traveling Joe, this time to the state of Idaho, where protesters gathered all along Uncle Joe's route so they could throw their, let's say, spirited comments at him as he drove by. People also indicated to Joe as he was driving by, you're number one. Of course, Joe is delusional and bipolar, so he actually believed that the crowd was out there to greet him warmly. It must be a shame when you're in office, your ratings are dropping as fast as you can say go, and people all around you hate you, starting with your own staff. And our last story is a thriller. The thriller in the third story is the recall election of the worst governor in American history, Newsom from California, being run against by a black Republican, Larry Elder. Of course, we reminded you last week that the leftist media said that the African-American Larry Elder was the face of white supremacy. You can't make it up, folks. You can't make that type of stupidity up. But if they pull, if Larry pulls off this John, this J- James Bond event and actually becomes governor, it'll be a landslide. I've delayed as much as I can to do this episode number 253 only to learn that the election results in California right after 8.30 were in and the leftist media was crazy to report. They were tripping over each other. They hit the press and press. And the reason for that, well, there's only one. Newsom gets to stay in office. 
So the left have won, in their mind, a tremendous election fraud, I mean victory in the state of California to the dismay and frustration of millions of Californians our deepest deepest sympathies from Raider Cop Nation there you have it it doesn't uh, look good in California but let's let's keep our fingers crossed things are you, they might pull up some rocks and find some election ballots or something. And, of course, we still got New York City, and we've got to keep our fingers crossed there as well. It's time to cheer you up and get the sets ready. Start moving those hips and getting into the mood because the joke of the century is here. You know I pick these myself, and I think of you always when I pick it. Now... At 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, they're plotting to raise all our taxes. Yeah, I don't believe that baloney about the rich. They're talking about everybody. So I thought I'd come up with something that is more aligned with what's going to happen with us. And so I got a banking joke. So here we go. Today at the bank... An old lady asked me to help her check her balance. So I pushed her over. Whatever, you want to get mad? I'm not the one raising your taxes. Episode 253, Statako 2011. We are going to set it all up for you. It's an interesting show because we're talking about a very unique weapon. This is definitely not on the Tell Honey do list, but it is on a lot of Americans' list. We'll explain why as we wait for the clown, and hopefully they don't botch this one up. They're looking for a new horn, and as soon as that horn goes off, there it is. What the hell was that anyway? Episode 253, Statako 2011. Episode 253, Statako 2011. We've got uh, seven things on the agenda. We're going to go through them, uh, the outline format as we always do. Our first thing up is going to be, what is a 2011? A lot of controversy about 10 years ago. A lot of people didn't really even know what in the world is a 2011. Is that a movie? Our second outline, is we're going to discuss... Before Statako, what was it? What happened? How did we get here? Our third item on the agenda, why Statako? Why? Why are you talking about this gun? Why should I even buy it? By the time, if you've never heard about this weapon and you hear this podcast, you're probably going to look it up. You're probably going to look at 
YouTube video reviews. Come on, admit it. You know who you are. And you're secretly going to start a hidden fund somewhere within the confines of your house as you dream every night of a Satako 2011. But before we get to that, let's uh, look at what's next on the agenda. Number four, check the price tag. It's a price tag, all right. Number five, check the weapon. Number six, who wants it? Who wants this gun? And number seven, think about it. So we got seven things on the agenda. We're going to start off with the what is a 2011. Now, a lot of controversy, as I said 10 years ago, people were really confused. Now, of course, everybody that's an avid listener to Radicop Nation or Radicop Podcast knows that Pistol Pete, the gunsmith's favorite gun, is a 1911. And the greatness of the 1911 is... It was first introduced into the military in, let's see if anybody can guess the year, 1911, that's correct. And as a result, it has stayed the same till this to today. The platform is solid. The trigger is solid. The frame is long. It is the preferred weapon of many people. But because that's a very large pistol, it's not really concealed carry friendly. And as a result, people have shied away from concealed carry or any type of carry in 1911. Because another reason is you have to have it cocked in in your holster and and that type of stuff. So, obviously, when the weapon was brought into the world in 1911, they weren't thinking about concealed carry as they do today. Thus, the birth of the 2011. And the 2011, basically, a lot of people say, well, it's a double stack compared to the 1911, which is a signal stack. Which would, that would be a, a great response, only that Satako does single stacks too. So that's the end of that. That one went out the window. So a lot of rumor as to what, why they came up with the 2011. But one of the big differences is it looks just like a 1911, right? So there's no difference there. And... The big difference is that it has a metal frame on top, the upper, and the bottom uh, of the of the receiver of the of the weapon is polymer. It's a polymer frame on the bottom, which is hooked into a metal frame. So the plastic or the polymer frame covers the metal frame, and that's pretty much the. The big difference between one and the other, 1911s, they also have wooden frames. Uh, so there was kind of revolutionary, you might say, in 1911 when they did that. I don't know. But that's primarily uh, the difference. And, of course, it is just a sales gimmick 
that was created by the company which brought the platform out. So people are always so uh, realist. You know, every time you read something or you hear something, there has to be a reason. There's a conspiracy behind everything. So the 2011 frame is basically just a, a gimmick that sales pitch marketing and that now has grown into a new industry. So, before Satako, what did we have? Well, we had, there have been many, I don't want to say copies of 1911, but similar replicas of 1911s, but they've failed in creating anything that is really a 1911. So we're not going to get into manufacturers and this and that, but the frame of the 1911 has been revolutionary for over 100 years. And a lot of gun manufacturers have, in some way or another, copied that type of look. Smaller size, smaller calibers, all those things have come into play of course, not making it a real 1911. So before uh, Stataco, there were a lot of imitators. And that brings us to our next item is Stataco used to be called STI. And STI, which was a gun manufacturer, um, they basically came out with the idea of the polymer frame on what looked like a 1911. So before then, there was a lot of criticisms. If anybody played around with a 1911 copycat, you were highly criticized by the gun world. Now remember, for those that are high and mighty, for those that don't believe that criticism doesn't exist in the gun world, remember that the Glock, when it first came to the planet and made its introduction, it was known as the plastic gun. Like Kilo Sierra says, don't leave it out in the sun, it might melt. Today, it is Mr. Reliable in guns. So, criticism comes with the territory. So, why Satako? What What's going on with this gun, Satako? Why is everybody jumping on board today? I, I believe it has a lot to do with the look. Now, let me make the disclaimer. I've never shot a Satako. I did get to see one uh, that was behind a glass case, and they weren't going to take it out. No, there's other baloney. Um, and I think it was the first early editions that they had. But the reason it's catching on now is because I've always said it that Barry O and Uncle Joe are the best gun salesmen in this country, by far. No gun salesman can surpass their record. Guns have dried up because of stupidity in America and coronavirus and lockdowns and all these other things and people are 
out there looking for guns, 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 and everything's on back order and back order. So the gun that you probably never, ever would have considered now is not looking that bad. Hmm, what do you think? I think we can pull this puppy off. And, you know, everything is, the inflation is is hitting us at an all-time high. To give you an example, several months ago, I was, because of Uncle Joe, I started to shop for a secondary car. You know, when you got a, a big two-and-a-half-ton truck and uh, you got to fill that up, that bad boy, uh, that guy, it gets ugly at the pump. And knowing that Uncle Joe is just getting started with us, remember, we're still in honeymoon phase, I go, I'm not going to wait for the $6-gallon price tag, so it's time to shop for something a little bit more economical. And the vehicles that I had just looked at, I want to say about three or four months ago, have increased by about $6,000. So needless to say, I'm scratching them off the list because some of these price tags just don't make no sense. They don't make any sense whatsoever. I'll give you another example real quick. Toyota Tacomas, which are excellent trucks. They are reliable by far, but brand new listed price, probably starting off and in the area of late 30s to 40,000, maybe 41,000, all right? Oh, you want to use one? Three years old? Well, that'll, that'll, they'll kick that party off at 37. You start to wonder, what the hell's going on? So brand new and used three years is is like a $2,000 difference. So it's the crazy times we live in. So back to the original question before I went off the deep end. Why Sataco now? People are madly not only in love with the, the frame, what they're hearing about it. It's unique in itself. And no matter what the price tag, as, as long as they're still pour, pouring out stimulus checks, gun owners are saying, this is a taco don't look half bad there, don't he? Mm -mm. I might give that sucker a try. And I have not seen one person that probably exists. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I haven't seen any evidence of it. One person on YouTube say, so taco sucks. Don't waste your money. Uh, I was going to mention another company, but I don't to piss anybody off. And I haven't seen it. And the reason I haven't seen it, when people shoot it the first couple rounds downrange, they're smiling. Effortlessly, they're hitting the target. Center mass. Okay. It's the magic of the gun. Perfectly engineered. So, I'm sure Sataco, the company, went through a lot of trials with that. But they have really gotten that weapon where they want it. There are other 2011 platforms out there. But STI, which later changed its name to Sataco, is uh, one of the uh, brain children to the 2011 frame. So check the price tag. Well, I'm not going to go online and, and go through each gun. 
but you're looking at a price tag of between uh, probably twenty seven hundred and just short of four thousand. And the reason they're so ex- expensive—it's even hard to say the word expensive—is because first, they're like I said, they're unique, and people want them. They are reliable. So let's talk a little bit on. I'm not going to spend three thousand dollars. Let's just say on a on a weapon that I believe might fail. So the people over at Satako, they they said, you know what, we agree with that. So they went to work, and boy, did they do their homework. The gun is manufactured in Georgetown, Texas. So it's an American-made Texas gun. And they put it to the drill with some of our warrior veterans of our military, Green Beret, Navy SEALs, uh, Marine Raiders. They all got a crack at it. They, a couple of uh, LAPD SWAT uh, personnel got to use them, Delta Force. And they really, really, really put a hurting on that gun. And it is built to manufacturer specs and it's looking pretty reliable as a result of that so the price tag is a little bit on the steep side yes agreed with it for example if we look at the duty proven one which is the Stactaco P and this is for people that are in law enforcement and they want to carry it right So let's say your department will allow you to buy it, but they're not going to spring for it just yet. Although, um, according to Satako's website, they said the Satako P is approved. We'll talk about the word approved in a minute. For duty by more than 325 law enforcement agencies and carried by the elite units like the Texas Rangers and the U.S. Marshal Special Operations Group, as well as thousands of offices across the country. So when they say the word approved, Stataco went out and they sent these weapons to hundreds of agencies around the country where their range masters were going to use it for reliability testing. And you usually when you do those reliability testings, you do certain drills, make sure... The weapon works very well under stress, and you compare it with notable weapons in the police industry. Of course, Glock and Sig and Smith and Weston would be on that list. Well, the Taco did very well. Now, the justification part is going to be: How do you justify buying one Taco when you can buy four Glocks? And there's where the trickery comes in with the word approved. So it's approved. It doesn't mean departments are approving to buy it. It says, yeah, you can use it for uh, active duty because it meets all the specifications. So great gun in that respect. The one the police use is the Sataco 
compete. And uh, you know, one of the things I love about their their website, Sataco 2011, they show a lot of action pictures and stuff like that. And, you know, some of the guys that are on there with weapons or former military, some, uh, you know, police. And, you know, they got the little action photo with, you know, holding the Sataco gun and all that. But they also got the lieutenant governor of Texas. And I, 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 I when I see that, I go, wow. You know, to have your second man in command of your state being a proud Second Amendment holder, and uh, it, it really makes you proud. So this is definitely a gun that is supported by Texas. So buying the Sataco P, it could uh, cost you now. So the starting price, getting into the door so you can get a, a good handshake and a pat on the back will cost you $2,099. Now there's a lot of add-ons on there. Of course, it's going to bring that price up. If you want a different type of barrel, that's going to also kick up the price. Blah, blah, blah. We could be here all day. But law enforcement is, is you know, they're not going to have different uh, specs for for their guns or have one type of specifications that they need and then they buy that weapon in bulk. So we read that the Texas Rangers have it. It is their duty weapon. It comes at a price tag that is very high. But of course, since the gun manufacturers in Texas, the leadership of Texas, the governor of Texas, uh, is sponsoring, is supporting. It's it's lifting that company up because it's from Texas, and I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. I think they're doing a great job. So it would be fitting that the top law enforcement agency in Texas carry it as well. Uh, it is approved, there's that word again, for other agencies. Now, let me just kind of explain this real quick. So approved means you get on a memorandum, meaning that this gun is approved for duty use within the agency. But when you have a weapon like this with a big price tag, not everybody's going to be having a Sataco 2011 on their duty belt. So that means the elite of law enforcement. Oh, yes. Don't when you were fooled. There is an elitist crew, club, in law enforcement. It usually comes from the people on the top. You know, they buy all the expensive stuff, brand new cars, brand new equipment, brand new tough notebooks, everything, and they're in their office all day drinking coffee. But what are you going to do? That's the way the cookie crumbles. So the Satako's approved... Uh, according to that article there, over 325 law enforcement agencies to date have approved the Sataco for use. So when we, we have our next category is check the weapon, we told you how law enforcement is checking the weapon. It is not necessarily a military spec gun. And the Sataco is more of a professional shooter gun that has been grinded into becoming a duty use weapon for law enforcement. 
But when you look at the reliability of a Glock and and you look at a Sataco, I have seen reviews on YouTube, people that know pistols, that said, well, I'd have to put the Sataco in in my in my safe and take the Glock with me into battle. Why? Because Glock is proven reliability. And Sataco's not there yet, and you know, big price tag. In other words, it's like buying a real expensive vehicle like a Mercedes-Benz and a BMW and you want to drag race against a bunch of kids with uh, uh, Ford Mustangs and stuff. Yeah, it's just... But anyway, that's what's going on with this attack. So, when we look at this platform, let me read a little bit about with the uh, issue of check the weapon. Let me just, before I read this, Check the weapon's going to be on an individual uh, level. If you feel that this weapon is for you, I feel it's for me. I looked at it. I told you through the glass. I saw the size of it. Because it's important. Sometimes you look at a video and you're not really capturing the size of the weapon. I like the beaver tail that's very high because I believe in a firm wrist grip. And that uh, weapon definitely will will give you that. The price tag, it's hefty, and we've discussed this before with the Wilson Combat uh, P325. We discussed that price tag. Not as hefty as this one, but it was was up there. But uh, this is also a weapon that could be your daily driver. There's a big difference, but that's going to be on an individual basis. You would have to go out, maybe find a range that has one so you could rent it out and and shoot it or just take the risk and buy it. Uh, Either or, it is worth researching and seeing if that weapon's for you. Now, I'm all about the reliable guy, too. You know, I got uh, the MP shield, and uh, with the discount that was given and Another, um, those credits you get when you use your credit card and all this baloney, I forgot what you call those things, that they, they give you money back and all that other stuff. I ended up paying $50 for that weapon. So I, I'm all into the budget-friendly gun too. But sometimes, you know, you got to look left, right, anybody looking, put something away in the kitty for a rainy day, look to see if the mailman brought another stimulus check. Because the Sataco is starting to look real good. So about the Sataco, 25 years ago, Sataco, formerly STI, revolutionized competition shooting. So see, it was a competition gun at first by bringing the world a new gun platform, the 2011, which is copyrighted. Uh, built with uh, flare tech, the Sataco 2011 pistol are trusted by elite law enforcement teams like the U.S. Marshal SOG, Texas Rangers, and the LAPD Metro. Sataco pistols are approved for duty by over 250 agencies, but they updated that on another page. It's 325 now across the country. Reliable, reliable, durable, insanely accurate, which uh, I'll get to that in a minute, safe, 
and easy to shoot as well. Satako pistols are fast becoming the pistol of choice for shooters and all skill of all skill levels ranging from professional to home defenders to beginners. With a lifetime warranty, let me repeat that again, with a lifetime warranty, Satako handguns are designed, precision engineered, and handcrafted in Georgetown, Texas, and built with American steel and parts. As American firearm manufacturer, Satako is proud that over 25% of its team members are veterans and 100% are patriots. So, love the gun, love the spirit. Not too happy about the price tag, but I got to understand the concept. So, it was a competition shoot gun, which they would run you in the 2000s. You know, you get a regular gun and you start pimping it out, let's say, to make it into that uh, competition gun. It's going to range up there in the $2,000 range. So, Satako is not far away from that. But what they did was they made this a reliable accurate everyday shooter for law enforcement in other words for regular duty use and so there has to be some real durability there and the insanely accurate so as I said I've seen a lot of reviews on YouTube there's a lot of YouTubers that are in gun YouTubers I follow these guys are awesome They do a fantastic job breaking down the weapon, shooting it, and giving a very good review. They've been in the business for a long time, millions of uh, subscribers. And all of them, all of them say the same thing. It's accurate. It's like insanely accurate. And it has to do with that frame. It has to do with that high beaver tail. It has to do with the trigger. It has to do with the sights, and it has to do with pretty good engineering. So, it is a weapon that needs to be looked at. And uh, who wants it? Well, we discussed that. I'm not going to go through the entire list of law enforcement, but uh, we did uh, read that 325 uh, agencies have approved it. Uh, I believe that this is going to be a weapon that is going to be challenging for a lot of law enforcement agencies because of the price tag and the defunding crowd of today. Justifying, let's say that the Satako P, which I read, is $2,100, and uh, Agency Y wants $300 for duty use. So that's a pretty big order. The price drops, let's say, to $1,800 or $1,700. You still have to justify that at some point to the citizens that you serve from the Glock that was costing you maybe four or $500. And uh, it's going to be a tough sale. Some communities are more lenient than others and will agree with it. Let's not also be fooled. A lot of uh, you know law enforcement officials, once they retired, they're awarded their department firearm. So it would be kind of a, you know how when you retired, you got yourself a, a watch? Well, 
some agencies are giving out statacos. Hey, you know, what the hell? But again, it is a weapon that, regardless of the shooter's ability, will the weapon will be a good performer. Okay, so it um, it is important that uh, that message gets out there. There are other models they got. They got the Taco C, C2, the P, which is for duty use, the XC, and the XL. So different models, they come at different price points, but uh, I've already told you what the P costs. Let's look at the, uh, I think it's the C2 is the, I don't know if it's the C or the C2 is the cheapest one. Okay, so the C is $16.99. And let's just take a look at the the uh, the C and the C2. I mean, the C2 is coming in at ooh, 19. So yeah, the 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 Satako C comes in at 16. So I mean, it's within you know from 16 to what did I say, 4,000. So let me make sure that. Let's see what the XL is going for. So the Satako XL, eh, it's uh, yeah, well, well, short of four thousand. It's three, it's thirty four hundred dollars. But then you know they go into the optics and this and that. And, uh, you know, if you want a different barrel, you'll be at four thousand in no time. But it's not that far fetched. And, you know, the look, the 1911 look, which is really a 2011 because of the polymer uh, grip. And because you got the metal frame on top, it, the look uh, of reliability is amazing. Has an American flag on it, which is awesome. Has that 1911 trigger. I mean, it's just a beautiful gun all the way around, so... Difficult sell for every law enforcement agency, but if your agency allows you to purchase your duty weapon and the Satako makes the list, there could be individual purchases, not departmental, but individual. Some departments might just go for specialty units to have these SWAT and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, it's a little bit easier to justify, right? Why you have to have that type of weaponry. So, our last caption is, think about it, why you should take the Satako 2011 series over a Glock, over a SIG, over Smith & Western M&Ps, and a lot of other reliable, cheaper guns. I would say the number one reason is the insane accuracy. I've never shot it. But these YouTubers, which are very good at shooting, one of them, I'll give you an example, gave it to his wife to shoot. She was hitting it. And uh, it, it shows that the gun performs well. It's up to the shooter now to meet the gun. So it's just, it's worth the, the thought process and your commitment now would this be a safe gun that's up to you or is this a 
daily driving. Again, that would be up to you. I highly recommend it. I'm considering one, and uh, I put that on record. I'll let you know how that works out as the pennies go into the jar. Up next, Kilo Sierra. We're going to have episode 254. He's going to be out here, and he's going to talk about that critical battle shooting course he's going to talk about if you're in that gun battle and you're really looking to survive all this other stuff you might be doing at the range like shooting at paper targets and looking through the sights you know all that might just get pushed to the side and kilo sierra will explain that at episode 254 let's uh, wrap up this episode 253 with the word of the week because it's important to have the word in your life man we can be buying some tacos and we can be doing all this and all that is great the bible even says that the lord strengthens your hand for war but if you ain't got god in your corner then what are you doing you know what are you doing so let's go to the book of john chapter 6 verse 39 it states this is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. So God gives us the tools that we're going to need in the last days. Again, don't forget AWOL Monday. We're going to be posting those at least once or twice a month. I discuss with you what we're going to be doing in 2022, right around the corner. We're in the middle of September almost. I just had a happy birthday. And uh, thank you to all the Facebook people out there. About 275 took time to say happy birthday to the old man. And I truly much appreciated. And I send blessings to all. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your community, your family, the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most important, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out of here.